Hey, good morning. It's Andy. I hope you're doing well and surviving in the midst of all the storms. Uh, I know those of us in central Mississippi are really, uh, really kind of iced in. Um, this whole not being able to leave my house thing is getting pretty old. I think my family's starting to get a little sick of me. So um, I can't say that I blame them. I'm getting starting to get a little sick of me as well. So um, here we are. Uh, be, be prayerful for those who don't currently have power. Uh, check on them. Um, looking on them, text them, email them. I mean, email them probably won't work because they're not out of power. Um, but just uh, be thinking of those that don't have power. Check on your neighbors. Check on the elderly around you. Um, check on the lonely. Um, you know, in these, time, in these times, we need to bind together and stick together and hold together in challenging and difficult seasons. Today in the um, in our readings, uh, the Book of Common Prayer has today as a um, well, it's not exactly a, a compendium of God called Lesser Feast and Fast, which highlights different days of importance to the church and uh, individuals who um, have had great impact upon the church, and we remember their lives. And today is actually a day set aside to remember Martin Luther. Um, Luther is um, the founder of the uh, the beginner of the Protestant Reformation. Um, Luther. Um, didn't actually intend to start a new branch of the church, but, uh, you know, things happen. Wesley didn't necessarily intend to start a new movement, but it happened to him. Luther didn't necessarily in, intend to start something new, but it happened to him. So sometimes uh, the faithful things that, that that individuals do is God's way of refining and reforming uh, his church. And so he uh, he loves his church. He will never forsake his church, but he reforms, restores, renews, and um, always, uh, always does a new thing in his church. So today... Uh, from Luther, I wanted to read to you a passage. This is one of the passages that I always think about when I when I think about Luther. Uh, it's going to be Ephesians two, um, one through nine or so, where it says this: You were dead. In your, you were dead through the trans, trespasses and sins in which you were once lived, following the course of this world, following the ruler of the power of the air, the spirit now at work among those who are disobedient. All of us at once lived among the passions of our flesh, following the desires of our flesh and senses. We were by nature children of wrath, like everyone else. But God, who is rich in mercy, out of great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in our transgressions, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved, and raised up and, ra and raised us and by grace you have been saved, and raised us up with him and seated with him in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, so that in the ages to come he might show the immeasurable riches of his graces, grace and kindness towards us in Christ Jesus. For grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing, it's the gift of God, not the results of works, so that no one may boast. For we are what we, we are what God has made us, created in Christ for good works, which God has prepared beforehand to be our way of life. That famous passage there, we're saved by grace through faithless, no one can boast. That's at the, that's at the center and, and at the very center of who Luther is and the center of Luther's message to the church, which has reformed the church through ages past. John Wesley had his heartwarming experience when reading Luther's preface to Romans. So Luther, through his work, has reformed the church in many ways, in many places. So I always think of Luther's just deep foundational concept of we're saved by grace through faith. I think this, and I think I think this passage here in Ephesians perfectly lays it out. We're saved by grace through faith. Our salvation does not occur from works. So often we want to earn our salvation. We want to earn God's love, earn God's approval, earn God's favor, things like that. And that's just not the way it works with God. We are saved by grace through faith. Our salvation is not earned. 
Our salvation is given through the blood of Jesus Christ, the resurrection through Jesus. That's how we are saved. We need to understand that. Because if we can ever understand that we are saved by grace through faith, we stop trying to earn God's love, but we live as a response to God's love. The thing that trips us up so often in our life is we try to earn God's love. We try to earn God's approval. We try to earn God's favor. And that's not the way it works. We can't earn it. We're not good enough. We're in Lent. Lent reminds us we're sinful. Lent reminds us we're broken. Lent reminds us that we're never good enough. And so we get frustrated. We walk away from the faith. We, we backslide. We, get, we, we lash out. We act in ways that are not healthy because we find that we work really hard to be good and we fail at it. It's that great quote by Lewis. No man knows how very evil he is till he has tried very hard to be good. Paul here, and this is the personification of Luther's message, Paul here drills down to the truth of the gospel. We are saved by grace through faith. So no one can boast. That's it. That's the list. That's what we're saved by. Not anything we can do. You can't earn it. You can't earn it. You can't earn it. You can't make God love you. You can't. You don't have to. He already does. Our life is not to be spent as a journey to make God love us. Our life is to be spent as a response to God's love. That's the shift. Instead of making God, instead of, instead of trying to make God love us, we live as a response to God's love. We're saved by grace through faith, as no one can boast. We don't earn it. But then we see here what it says. For what we are, he has made us, created in Christ for good works, which God has prepared beforehand to be our way of life. So we aren't saved by works. We aren't saved by the good things. We aren't saved by any of these things. We don't do it to earn God's love. What happens is when we are in God's love, when we understand our worth and our love through Christ Jesus, then we live our life out as a faithful response and works flow from us. I don't do acts of mercy to make God love me. I don't read my Bible to make God love me. I don't do these things to make God love me. I don't, I don't do any of this to make God love me. It's not about making God love me. What it is, is I understand that God loves me, and then I want others to know that love. And I want to live my life out as a thankful response to God's love. Grace comes first. God's love comes first. God's acceptance comes first. And then when we understand that, then, then we live it out fully and boldly and powerfully every day. We live out the good works that are prepared for us. Not as a as a check mark to show God how worthy we are. Not to earn brownie points into heaven. Not to get the fast pass into heaven. None of that. We don't do it for that. Because we, we, we aren't saved by these things. We're not saved by works unless no one can boast. That's what the Bible says. We're saved by grace. We're saved by grace. And that grace lives itself out every day of our life. So today, rest in that fact. You don't earn it. You don't earn it. You don't earn it. But you live it out. Our life is not spent trying to earn God's love. Our life is spent as a response to God's love. Once we make that switch, life makes sense. Luther did that. Luther made that switch in his life. Luther moved away from a works-based type of theology to a grace-based theology, and it changed his life. 
changed the church, changed the world, continues to change us today. So today, live out God's love, live out his grace, live out his mercy. Know that you're loved, know that you're God's, God's desire is to be in relationship with you. And live out your life not trying to earn that love, not trying to make God love you. Live your life out as a response to that love. So that's that's the greatest, that's the, really I think the key to faith is to understand that God loves us. And once we understand that, then re- the rest of life makes sense. We, we stop earning it, we start living it. So love you guys today, praying for you. Be safe out in the weather. Uh, pray for our linemen, pray for our utility workers. Pray for our energy folks, pray for the folks in Texas. Um, take care of each other. Be kind, be loving. Love you guys. Have a great day. I will see you tomorrow morning. Have a great day.